Today we are going to talk about something that can make your life as an entrepreneur so much simpler, less overwhelmed and also making much more money. We are Petra-Erik and Maria and welcome to episode 4 of Radio Awesome. And today's topic is how many courses and programs do you really need to succeed with your online business? This is Radio Awesome. Fun, inspiring, no-nonsense tips to sell, market and build a business with only a laptop. Enjoying life along the way. Peter, Eric and Maria share the lessons they learned while creating a successful online business, helping people all over the world. Now, enjoying the freedom lifestyle from a beach in Vietnam. So, welcome to this episode and today's topic is how many courses and programs do you really need? And when we started our business, we thought that having an online business really was about creating a lot of programs. Yeah, I think we created like five or six programs the first year. I don't remember it. Four courses and one membership. Yeah, so five totally. Yeah. So the first one was a sales program that you did. Mm -hmm. And then I did a copywriting program. Mm -hmm. And then we together did a business sales and marketing program. And then we started to do the webinar program. And what we see now in retrospect perspective is that the biggest challenge that or the biggest mistake that we did was that these programs weren't even having the same target niche. No, so we we work like 15, 16 hours every day and we was always behind and it was always a new promotion we need to do because we need to promote it. Mm. And we also think that all our programs was really good. So <laughs> we need to get them out there. People need them. Yeah. yeah. And we told like at that time that we had to have something new to actually sell it it felt like we had to create something and have something that was totally new for us to be able to actually get the money in and that's a mistake that many people do mm. i remember we had, after a year we we got rich Sheffron like a mentor yes and i remember he said like oh guys you have shown that you can sell now make shit or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he wasn't talking about us being the things we'd made being shitty but it was that we were able to actually produce so many different things mm. and sometimes uh, we, we speak to people as well and they have these ideas for like so many different courses mm. uh, and at that time we didn't understand what you really meant with it but after a while we understand <laughs> like we have too many things because mm. What we had, I had a sales course and that was for entrepreneurs and you had a copywriting course and that was for all kind of yeah, marketers. I had, like, I had like people that worked in marketing for huge companies in Norway with hundreds of thousands of subscribers. And then I had like small entrepreneurs that had 100 people on their list and it was so big of a difference. So it was really hard also within that course even to, to help them and to be really clear because it was people were doing so many different things. Mm -hmm. And then we created our membership and we tried to fit that for everyone. Yeah. So it was hard to deliver content because they were so different, mm. different kind of courses. So we basically had a lot of, we're talking about that a lot now. We don't need more than one target niche. And we had many target niche because we had so many courses. I didn't, I know even we, we started to teach webinars because it was so effective for us. And on the first webinar courses, we kind of helped everyone to use webinars as a marketing tool. Mm. but. But then when we developed our business, we saw that we had to cut down on the, not only on the number of products that we have, but also on the number of different types of people that we wanted to reach. Hmm. So why, why do you want to talk about this topic? <laughs> I, I want to talk about this topic to make it easy for people to build a business because some people, we talk to people in our business every week and every day, and we hear what a lot of people are struggling with. And that concept of, or that idea that you have to have so many different <coughs> products and makes people struggle and make people work more than they need <coughs> and also make things really complicated. Because one of the things, one of the challenges that we had, especially in the beginning, was that we always felt like we had to launch like one of these programs because we had so many programs and there wasn't a logical like order to them. And it was a bit, and also since the, the, the target niche was so varied, it was it was really hard mm -hmm. and there is an easy way and that's why we're going to talk about today <clears throat> uh, and um, many of the many of the entrepreneur coming to us they are like i heard it so many times oh i have 20 courses i want to create <laughs> but i don't want to do sales and marketing 
I just want to have courses. Mm. The problem with having 20 courses that are not fit for the same target group or so you can sell them again and again and again, it's like um, you always need to sell and market it. So mm. just get over it. <laughs> and, you, and also, there is a quote by Dan Kennedy, it's like a buyer is a buyer is a buyer. And mm-hmm. we don't think about that. Sometimes we think like, oh, I need to get something new out there, uh, promote it on Facebook instead of selling to the people we already have, mm-hmm. because they want more from us. Mm-hmm. At least if they're happy and you have good products, they want more from us. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the, the things that was maybe the biggest aha for me was when I realized how much easier it is to build a business when we only have one target niche mm. and when everything we do, we do is kind of serving the same group. Mm. And this is something I talk about a lot also with clients because some people have expertise and then they think that they can use this expertise to create like different kind of programs for different types of people or different challenges. But I'm saying like, don't do that. Don't do that because it makes everything so much more complicated because you have to have separate marketing campaigns for each niche or each target group. Mm. And instead you can just focus on one type of client, one type of businesses, one type of people with one challenge. And then your first program helps them solve the first challenge. And then when they have solved that challenge, they would want to have more help. And then you create the next program helping them with the next challenge. And this is the easy way to do business. So what is the missing link? (laughs) Why is it happening like everyone wants to, even us? Where do you think it comes from? I know for myself, like in the beginning, I was just wanting to create an online business. I didn't, we hadn't the same knowledge as we have today, of course, uh, about what is really the right steps. And we just, I had, I had this idea of an online course. And when I thought about online course, I, it had to be something that I was passionate about and really good at, good at. And then I kind of thought, okay, so who, who has like, who can I help with this? And then the answer was like, quite a lot of people, <laughs> uh, but I wasn't brave enough at that time, maybe to, to, to see and to understand that it would be much better to sell this course for a more, smaller target than than reaching everyone. What do mm. you think? I think like we have a, I think everyone has this understanding if someone buys something for like $1,000 or $5,000 or something, they're finished. They don't want anything more. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I think that's the mindset. So we need to create another thing that mm. uh, for someone new one. So we always try to sell to, um, to new clients mm. and it's like yeah, and but people that are happy they want to it's like if you go and buy a jeans in a shop or uh something like, uh, or some clothes and you like it and you like that shop you want to go back to it yeah that's true it's not like you want to find another one because you want to try something new next time mm. it's like something about the trust building like you, they, they know so many people are just saying what's next mm. And I want to say something because I remember in 2018, I had this mantra about less is more. <laughs> so that was like you know, one year after we started. So I was always saying to clients, less is more, less is more. And we tried to clean up and less is more. And, and to be honest, what we cleaned up, we are cleaned up even more now. Mm. So since we have more and more success, but we have fewer and fewer product. And it's more like a, um, a easier way to lo- see it. It's an easier way to work with it. Mm. So do you want to tell the story about the call you had with Damon? Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I had this call and it was in a place where I didn't want to have so many one-to-one clients. Mm. I wanted less of them. And I started to be picky on what people I want to work with. I think you should be picky. That's a really good point. Yeah. Find out what you really want to work with, what kind of people you want to work with. Mm. And um, there was more and more coming to me this is like one and a half year ago mm. uh, so Damon he's um, the CIO at uh, in Todd Brown's company mm. um, so I had this so we are in the mastermind and we had some one-to-one call with with both of them so I booked a one-to-one call and the topic was like hey I have people coming to me and asking me so what is the next step mm. after the, taking a course yeah and I was on this journey with less is more so i had this mindset like less is more less is more can't do more now less is more well we just need to we can't do more products mm. so we have to, uh, we had less and less product but then it's come up to like what's next oh we want more from you and we had a membership and that was not so much personal help from us mm. 
So there was something else they wanted. And I had this uh, thing like, okay, Patrick, now you need to understand, don't create one more product. It's like, you should not do it mm. because then you are just getting back to yeah, more because again. we felt like we already had enough products. Yeah. And then I asked him, so what should I do? There is people asking me, asking us for something we don't have mm. and I don't want to create one more product. Mm. And how should we do that? And he said like, so if they're asking for the next step, they're asking for the next step. It's just a, it's just a strategy or a strategy question for you. Do you want to let them go to an, to a competitor? Mm. Because if you help them, even if it's dog training or if it's uh, how to be a golf player or how to build an online business or, um, or how to be a better leader, there is always a next step. Mm. Like if you help them from A to B, um, is, I, I talk with a woman that are selling relationship coaching and she helped people from having a bad relationship to have a better relationship. Mm. Uh, and she do that over six months. So she's like, okay, and someone want more from her, but there is always a next step. I mm. think that's the part of it. It's like going from a terrible relationship to a good relationship. And then it's going from a good relationship to amazing relationship. And then it's going to, there's always a next step mm. and everyone need. And also for us, there is mm. always a next step. If we help them to build a funnel, the next thing is like, how do we create a, a good business out of it? And how can you scale it and get more freedom? There is always a next step. And I think this is for everyone. So Damon said like, so it's up to you. You want to leave them or let them go. You can do that. It's a strategy thing or you want to find out or give them so you keep them. And that would make me like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I have to have another no, product. No, I have to, <laughs> I don't know, the program. Um, and we had a membership. Mm. So uh, we felt like we got two products competing with each other. Mm. And uh, this new product we created was a one year group coaching program. And uh, that costs more than a membership because it's more, more uh, it was more involvement by me. It was mm. more like one to one, more feedback than it was in the membership. Mm. So again, we had uh, maybe too many products, but this was a right step in the right direction. Mm. And I want to say one thing that I was thinking about while you were talking is that the best way to develop a business is really to create products as your clients start to ask about them. Mm -hmm. And of course, you need to know who you're helping because sometimes if some person asks about something and that person isn't really in your niche, then you can kind of take off. So you need to know very clearly what kind of customer you're serving. But when you do that, of course, the best thing is to actually create a product that you know that there is demand for already. Mm -hmm. So what we did was that we created this program for people that went through our courses and it's been one of our su most successful launches because we didn't really have to sell it very hard because we already knew there was several pe people that asked for it and they were so ready for it so so this is this is maybe the best tip also to not overthink in the beginning what all your products because this is a journey and the whole the whole online business thing is of course a journey but but getting to know your clients understanding what they need and then ask them when you take them through your first program, what more do you need? Like what, what's the next step? Mm. And, and if you are delivering your first program in a good way, people will trust you and people will want more from you. And that's where it's easy to create that next program instead of trying to think of everything. And also a, a mistake that I see people do is they try to kind of pre-produce everything. So everything is ready before they get started. Mm. And and it is so much easier when you have this dialogue and you have actually people in your programs and you're actually serving them and you're actually helping them to get results. And they're starting to tell you what more they need. And then you know what to do next. And even people don't get results. Yeah, maybe yeah. won't want the next step yeah, because true. they bought something that maybe didn't have so much involvement from you, like mm. you, oh, or you didn't give them enough. Uh, they didn't, they wanted more hands-on. So we could have a next step with more hands-on. Mm. I have many clients that uh, figure out they have an online course. And then after the online course, they're selling the same online course with per, with like group coaching. Yeah. And that's the next step. Mm. And even because they tried to do it alone, but it didn't work. Mm. So then it's like the same people, easier to sell. It's like, yeah, you can get the same program again. I do it together with you. Mm. Um, so yeah, cool. That's also works. So it's all about, so we sometimes we just think about the successful people want to go to the next step. There is also a, a oh, successful true. group mm. of people that 
maybe didn't get the help they needed mm. and they figure out it's nothing about the program it's nothing about us or you or whatever we are it's more about uh, they needed something else mm. but they still believe in you mm. yeah that's so true and actually that's that's it's an important dis distinctions because there's also people some people are very independent and they can create results from a program where they don't get that much help and support but other people really need that much bigger level of help and support so that can also be an idea for a product or it can be an, an idea for an add-on on a product mm -hmm. <clears throat> and one topic will go again and again and again especially if you learn from us because we love paid advertising and <laughs> um, we i still love it and uh, we are doing more and more of it it's like if you sell one product and that's the end it's a dead end it's mm. so cool to think i remember todd brown said to me one time you should never have a dead end and mm. that's with a funnel and that's with product there should always be the next step keep them there and mm. um, so oh no i forgot what i was going to say yeah no i remember <laughs> it um so so if you have a course like we have a course and our courses cost like five thousand five hundred euro around there or more and that's the first step when they come into us and the next step costs more but the thing is like we can use more of that 5500 euro if we know that the, at the, to get that client yeah, yeah to get that client marketing yeah so let's say we need to use 1500 euro and someone say like wow we're paying 1500 euro in paid advertising to get a sale so 5500 yeah we can do that because 30 mm. percent will buy a product for like 10 thousand mm. of the people who bought the first one mm. and if you take 30 percent of ten thousand it's like three thousand more so it's not a sale on five thousand five hundred it's a sale on eight thousand five hundred mm. and then we have also the next step and someone will also buy that so let's say ten percent will buy something for twenty five thousand euro that's two thousand five hundred more so we are on ten thousand mm. uh, if we look at uh, uh, over time so what is a client worth for you over a time mm. and of course this is also the only way to achieve that is that your programs is actually building on each other and there's mm. a logical journey mm. and the last year we have been talking a lot about the customer journey both for our own company and for also for our clients mm. and and this is really about structuring like your people the the people that come to you they come into this program because they are beginners and they need help to get started and then they like when they're finished that they need something else and when they finish that they need something else mm -hmm. and in this way we have kind of just like our our, our um, customer journey is just three steps mm -hmm. and it's made everything so much simpler because it's it's like you start here and then some people come in and they they kind of jumped over that because they did it with somebody else or they already have that in place and then there's the next step like and it will take you here and then that's the last step and this is for us this is a mastermind which is kind of an ongoing thing and we can even help people here over over many years and this means that we can get a person into one of our signature programs and we can know that we can potentially work with them for five years in the future and that's of course <clears throat> it depends like it's it's great as you said for the marketing costs because it isn't a big risk as much risk because we know that they will be with us for a longer time hmm. but also the amazing thing about it is that we can really work with clients over time and get to know them and build a relationship and really like help them to get results mm. and for me that's that's one of the best things i'm not in in marketing and sales because i love to like get people's money I'm, I'm here because i i love to help people and i do think a lot of people that want to create online courses or already have online courses they have this passion not they don't do it for the money they do it because they really want to help people mm. and and the more you simplify the customer journey and this is something that i'm still learning myself i think but the more you simplify your customer journey and the steps the better you can actually help people because you will be so much more clear in your marketing you will be so much more it was much simpler for you it's much simpler for the client like they understand from the beginning now we have this we have this um, our customer journey we call it the your awesome journey to freedom and we show it to people like in their first meeting with us and we say like so here you can potentially work with us for many years and this is how we do it and it's just it's a very cool tool to to also use to communicate what we're doing and how we're helping people yeah and also uh ben is like uh we are doing something that a lot of our competitors doesn't do because mm. we're not they're not they're like, oh, I want to create an online course. I want to create a coaching business. Can you help me? Mm. And we have the first step, but now we can show them like, yeah, we can take you from first step until you have a business with freedom. Mm. And, and one aha moment with 
getting into this, uh, making it simpler was like we had our membership and it's like, uh, we're not talking about that today, but that was uh, <laughs> like kill our darling. We started our membership in 2017. Yeah, it was actually the first year. So it was yeah. the first, like it was, we created three courses and then we created a membership and then we created the fourth course. Mm. So it was the, our first, our f fourth product. Mm. And, um, and, we and had actually this. we killed all the other ones <laughs> we made before that. All yeah. the other four we made before that we killed or transformed into something else. Yeah. But there is something we have done since 2017 also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we started this membership and it went well in the start and it continued doing well. But after a while, I think you and me also lost a little bit passion for it. Mm. Um, because we want to help people and that was, uh, was not a cheap membership. But the thing is like when we start to sell courses for 5,500 euro, and the membership was like 250 euro per month. Mm. The important thing here is like people want to go to the next step. Mm. And like psychologically in the mind is like when you talk about the next step is it's also more expensive. Mm. So and you said that you said a brilliant thing earlier when we prepared. You said the price should reflect the result for the client, not how much work you or time you put into it. And mm. I think that was brilliant mm. because I think a lot of especially the maybe the people that haven't worked been working with sales all the all their life or or they're new to the online business we have we subconsciously have this thought that we can't charge more because we spend less time on it mm. but but so can you just say a bit more about your thoughts because i think it was brilliant yeah so let's go back to the relationship because this is something i talk with someone about so if you take a relationship from divorce to almost to divorce <laughs> to, yeah, to like, uh, yeah, now it's working. Um, and uh, that maybe is the first step. But mm. the second step is going from it's working to, wow, I never had a so great relationship. What, what is the most What's valuable? the third step then? The step is like, uh, no one I've ever had a so good relationship like me. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, but maybe you need to work less time with it to get them from a okay relationship to a superb one. Mm. But still, it's more valuable for a client to have mm. a superb relationship than, yeah. So it's always a next step and mm. it feels better. Mm. So, and, and since maybe the worst case is to work from divorce to a okay relationship where they need most time mm. um, because they have much more problems doesn't mean that it should cost less when they go further. It's not about our time. Mm. It's about the result and how they feel and how the life is. Mm. A amazing relationship can mm. make an amazing life. Mm. And also for most people, when they already invested in something and they got the results, they're willing to pay more for the next step because mm. they already know this is working. <clears throat> and they know like for our clients, if they went through our program and now they're willing to invest like a bigger amount because they know that this will help them to get that investment back and of course not everyone is paying back in money but it's the same with the relationship thing they know that they will get so much in their life mm. extra value because that for that next investment and also uh, look at it from on from a delivery side and um, it's like if we have a program that costs less than the first step mm. and it doesn't cost so much so if we have a group coaching or if we have a live session or if we are uh, delivering some new content or something it's not important for them to look at it because, yeah. Um, but if it costs so much so they need to look at it, uh, they will look at it. And, and they if, will get results. And they will get results. Yeah. And we want people to get results. I remember also the 249 euro membership. We had so many was like passive members. Mm. It's like, uh, and we are, we are not, and I hope you are not either or listening. <laughs> uh, we're not doing this because uh, we just want to take money. We want to help people to get result. Mm. And there is something with money, uh, paying for something, it gets so important. I know that from many clients from us that had tried to create online courses other places and we are delivering high ticket packages. And I say like, yeah, the only reason, or they're not saying, but one of the reasons I'm succeeding now because I decided it costs so much I need to listen to. Mm. And it's like, you want to listen to someone when you pay a lot of money mm. and you want to try it out. Mm. So can you say a bit more about the, like how you price the different programs like in the journey? <clears throat> mm. Yeah, I think like uh, 
it should that I don't know if there is a formula on it, but I can say like uh, we price our first for like 5,500 euro. The next one is like 10,000, so it's almost a double. And the third one is like uh, 25,000 mm. euro. So it's almost two and a half times. So it should be a step up. But also <laughs> the 25,000 euro program is maybe where we get the most happy clients. Mm. They're so, yeah, it's, true. it's like, because they are using the time, they're listening to us, they're mm. giving, they're, and it's not like, we know that if they do what we teach them, mm. they will get the result. Mm. They will get the um, next step of freedom. Mm. So I see that there's a lot of, people that we talk to that have a first course and then they think that they will have a membership or something after and that that is cheaper. Why do you think people are thinking that and, and what is wrong with it? Um, I think it's just a mindset, <laughs> a little bit about being afraid. Mm. It's like, oh, they bought the first thing for uh, from me, so I need to give them something back. So I give them a membership for free or they're thinking like, yeah, but in the membership, so here is also a thing. In a membership, maybe you don't need to teach them anything more. You're just mm. giving the mindset to keep on going mm. what you learned. Mm. And so that's if it's relationship coaching, if it's sales and marketing, if it's uh, playing golf, it's just whatever. It's like, okay, I learned how to play golf, but how do I do this? How, I need a reminder to get out on the pitch to play golf and mm. doing all, uh, going into the golf course. Mm. But so it's more about repetition and they want someone to remind them like mm. accountability partner. Mm. So also here is like many things like think like, oh, I need to find out the new thing, the next thing. I need to be more clever. I need to have more <laughs> knowledge, but you don't need that. And mm. um, it's more about helping the clients to implement what they learned in mm. the course or in the first thing and doing it regularly like. Yeah. And I also want to add one more thing because you said like people think that they have to be so smart and they have to do the next like the next level thing and and i just wanted to, I, I was thinking about because a lot of people have fear that at some <clears> stage <throat> they will kind of have taught everything that they know but this is also where you grow with your clients because the more you teach the more you learn the more you understand the more you can teach the more you learn the more you grow the more you can can teach and this is an ongoing thing and i find for myself because when i started to teach i was like but now i gave them everything i can like uh, everything i know there's nothing left but yeah, it is. And then suddenly I re realized that when people ask me questions, I hear myself saying things I didn't know that I knew or didn't know that I, that I was able to teach. Mm -hmm. So so this is also just, I think one of the mistakes that people do, that's what I'm trying to go to, is that they try to control everything before they start. Mm -hmm. And they try to kind of map out everything <clears throat> and know everything and have the clear roadmap. And of course it's good to have a roadmap and have some thoughts over where you are heading. But you don't really know. Not you don't really know. <laughs> need to know everything. You mm. can. You you are growing with your clients, and that's the most giving, rewarding way of growing a business, in my opinion. Mm. Um, yeah, and also. Um, oh no, I forgot what I was going to say again. Um, <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, um, this thing about delivering everything you know. Mm. Sometimes that could be the negative part because you're over delivering mm. so the so the clients you have get uh, overwhelmed and mm. they don't can't uh, can't implement things so mm. for example we, we have three steps we can't teach everything we know for the first step because then i will just get overwhelmed it's all about think about where the clients are and where they want to go mm. and when they have come there what is the next step where mm. they are right now where they want to go mm. so if you teach them all the new stuff all the even if it's relationship golf or coaching or sales and marketing or leadership if you just teach them the new stuff the deeper stuff the, the more amazing stuff that where you are in the journey is like yeah but i don't understand this <laughs> yeah so so also we we have three different programs and we know we need to hold back some information mm. we can't give them everything we know in step one, even if it maybe could be beneficial, but they are not ready for it. Mm. So it's better to help them to build a business on what they need to know in the first step and then the next one and then the third one. Mm. Um, and I and think I, that's for everyone. And I always use this quote, a confused mind does nothing. And that has also to do with that. If you overwhelm them and give them too much, they're just like, oh, this is too much. I can't do it. Mm. And so so it's really important also to to actually don't over like. Of course, it's a good thing to, to, to deliver more than people are expecting and in that way over deliver. But just 
thinking that you need to give them everything you know in the first course that's that's a mistake because that will that will hurt you and them more than help them <laughs> yeah you we did that yeah <laughs> you can tell about that back in 2017 <laughs> yeah so what, what we did one of the first courses we made was a it was called business sales and marketing for coaches and consultants and what we were trying to do was kind of giving people different alternatives and the advanced strategies and and everything in one course and we realized that people were were losing like track of things after maybe module four in the course because it was too much and and of course there were two mistakes that we did and the first one was that we actually had different like options which meant that our niche wasn't clear enough because if we if you knew who we were talking to we didn't have to have two options it would be like do this because we know we know where our clients are and where they want to go and the second thing was that we tried to teach them everything that we learned like from we started our business in that one course so it was too massive it was too much information and it made people not actually take action on it which didn't create as good results as when you teach less and actually get people to the result. So when was your first aha moment with the, the customer journey? I, I feel like we, like you said, we, we started to work on just removing things. But in the beginning, it was because it didn't fit with a client, like the niche. So we were, for my myself, I was more aware of of the niche thing or trying to help too many target groups and trying to cut down and be more and more and more specific on who we're helping. We did that first. But then when we got down to, okay, these are the people that we help, it kind of started to crystallize itself into three different categories of people. Um, and I do think when we started to work with the entrepreneurial operating system, I know that our, our facilitators they kind of asked us about our clients and I thought that that was maybe for me when I really like oh there's, there's like these are the same group of people but there are three different stages mm -hmm. so we have the beginners and we have the intermediate and then we have the advanced people and and these are the same types of people so it means that if we have a person starting here we can take them through the whole process mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know when the word customer journey kind of came into this I don't know what about you <clears throat> um no, I think I'm in the aha moment. There was another talk with also Damien. Maybe he had to teach me because he saw talked about uh, their client journey and they find out they had done a mistake there. Mm. And um, and it's like uh, he referred to Russ Rufino, who is also someone we maybe are competing with doing the same thing. <clears throat> and also Sam Owens, who is like consulting.com, I think. Yeah. But both this, they have this steps so they always have the more expensive step is the m more thing and, and for me it's also about working with motivated people mm. like uh, i have all this i have all this discussion with entrepreneurs like yeah but how how can you be so why can you charge so much how can you do it it's like i, I just want motivated people <laughs> yeah it's more about that it's not about how much money we're making mm. like um so if people invest something and the most common thing to invest in is money mm. they are more committed you can invest time you can invest other things but it's like need to be an investment they're like oh no i have done so much for doing this thing so i need to follow it mm. it's like they do it and, mm. and everyone who are expert in a field knows that there's a reason you're expert because you you become an expert because you did something that create a result for you or some others one. Mm. So we know that what you're teaching is working. Mm. But the biggest problem is like to get people to do what you teach them. Mm. And I also I was thinking when you when you were speaking about this that how much people want you to tell them exactly what to do. Because one of the as I mentioned the first program that we that we had to not stop selling because it was too much. We gave people too many options. And people when they come to you as an expert they actually are expecting you and wanting you to tell them exactly what to do step by step. Which means that if you have a program where there are kind of several routes to this and that, then maybe it isn't specific enough. Maybe mm. it should be several products. Maybe mm. it isn't just one thing. Because you want people that come to you for a reason, like they come to you, they have this problem and they want this solution. And, and the best way you can help them is to say like, first you do this, and then 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 you evaluate, and then you do this, and then you're here. And, and for me, that was so hard because like as a coach and as a, as a human lover, like I love 
for people to make their own decisions. So I was usually like, yeah, you could do this or you can do this. It depends a bit on what is like, how you feel about it. But if I say that the client is just confused. So, so really also when, when designing programs, be really specific on who you are helping from where to, to, to where and give them the concrete steps, give them a recipe. People want to have the recipe, otherwise they will get confused. And that's how you give them results as well. Mm. And it may feel, for me, it felt very, very like counter, counterintuitive. Or it made me feel a bit bad, but, but now it feels much better because I realize that's the most effective way to actually help people. Mm. You have anything to add to that? No, <laughs> nothing, finished. <laughs> Should we talk a bit about pricing? We already mentioned it, but you said when we prepare, like so many people think that it's better to have a very cheap product and, and reach the masses. Yeah, um, I think I already said it, but uh, so someone creating a membership, let's say that you charge uh, 500 euro for a, for a first course or thousand, it's the same thing. So if you charge 500 euro for a first course, they have finished that course, they're thinking, yeah, so what's next? I hear it all the time. Yeah, already now they start to ask me what is the next step. And and they're not expecting that a membership for 20 euro or 25 euro is the next step. Mm. Because they're already, maybe the online course was six weeks over uh, for 500 euro. And if you divide six weeks uh, or one and a half month with 500, that means that they paid like 300 euro or something per month. 350 and it's like why should I pay 20 for the next step then mm. it's like so it's all about thinking about the next step uh, should be more expensive mm. doesn't mean that it needs to cost 350 euro per month but mm. if it's a membership but you should think about it and when it comes to membership and shipping there is like we see it you also say it, if you buy something that doesn't cost money uh, you just forget it you yeah. don't do anything yeah it's so easy to give up and it's so easy also to cancel the membership. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So if if people are active in a membership, if they are doing the stuff, if they are joining the Q and A's, if they are joining the content, doing the content, and if you have a high level of people doing it, they will they will be there longer. So mm. and the reason they do it is because it costs more money. Mm. So it's like so it's also a way of building business, mm. but also creating better result mm. because they will listen to it, they will do what are there. And it doesn't need to be so much. Many things like, oh, if I'm charging 250 euro per month, it need to be many things. Could be enough with two sessions per month. Mm. But then they are committed to do that two sessions. Mm. Um, it's not about. So there is. I remember this. Uh, what's her name again? We are teaching how to sell 100k packages. I don't know her name. I no, but there is a. There is someone teaching how to sell 100k packages and and. She has this um, program where she help people to how, what should you sell? And she said like, you know, people buying 100K packages, they need less than <laughs> someone yeah. buying something else. So if you make a 100K package and you want a client that really want to buy a 100K package, that's typically people who have a lot of money, they're busy. Mm. Uh, so they want help, but they want effective help. Mm. It's not about if you say like, yeah, we have, so you are buying a 100K for a year working with me. Uh, every Monday we have this thing, every Wednesday we have this thing, every Thursday we have this thing. It's like already now, oh, I'm not joining. I don't have time for it. Mm. But you say like, yeah, we talk every 14 days or once a month, mm. uh, as long as you can create results for them. Mm. And this is all about target niche. We're not going into that now. Mm. But uh, I think that's also important that uh, more, more content for more expensive program is not the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually I, I appreciate that. And also also one thing that we see people believe is that it's easier, much easier to sell something cheap. And and like so for example, let's say that if you want to you want to have uh fifty thousand any any currency income in a month and you think that you should sell um let me help you with the maths, thousands like thousand times fifty. Uh but it's actually much easier to to sell ten times 5,000 than to sell a thousand times 50. And some people go into this because it's cheap. It's so easy to sell. And yeah, it, of course, price has something to do, but you want to get the committed clients and it isn't, what's the math? <laughs> it isn't, um, 
it isn't 100 times harder to sell something for 5,000 than for 50. Was that the right maths? Something I don't know. I've lost of it. So, So also, when creating products, I see that some people struggle to get to a business that they can live from because they just go all in for the cheap products. And I do think that what we're talking about and like how many products you need if you really want a business and if you really want a sustainable business and if you want a business that gives you an income that you can live from, you can't do that with all these cheap products because you will never get to the income level that will give you the, the life that you want. Hmm. So it's, and that's, that goes back to, so then you need to have a journey and you need to know what the steps are. And you need to actually do things that helps people to get results because then they will be willing to pay more for the next step. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you agree with OSM, Sam, that's good. <laughs> I agree with what you said. So when people ask us what product to start with, like what product should I create first? How would you answer that question? Um, the first step in the client journey. But <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all about uh, finding your target niche and finding what you want to help them with. Mm. Uh, but I also think what you said before is really important to don't think about, you're talking about we are using the from now to goal process. So what is the goal? So we are always asking, so what is the big promise? And someone's like, oh, I don't have a big promise. I can't promise that they will make money or they will be a golf pro or they can whatever. But you don't need to promise that. But it's like, what can you promise? Mm. It's like, so we can say like, hey, if you do like we say and follow the recipe, Mm. you will have a funnel up and running. Mm. Um, And if you do like we say, you will get all the tools you need to make uh, 200K per year. Or so if you do what we know, you can build a team with happy people. Mm. And so for example, we have a we have a client that's helping people to be more um, confident when dating, and he can promise them that they will be more confident in dating. But you can never promise them to get a girlfriend or a boyfriend mm. because it's that's kind of out of his control. Mm. But 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 you, he can sell that confidence because that he knows. Like mm. if they follow his program, they will get the confidence and they will change their relationships to the people that they want to have dates with, but he can't promise them the relationship. Hmm. Sorry, go continue. I don't remember what I talked about. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> what did I say? Did I say anything? <laughs> you said something. I don't remember. Yeah, you were talking about the, the, the just what can you promise and selling the result. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so th- there is always something you can promise. Hmm. And, uh, and it doesn't mean that you say like, oh, if we don't get that, we need all the money back. Mm. But there is something you can promise. You are expert in something. So the first thing is like, I can promise someone to be more happy. Uh, I can promise someone to to feel better. But what is feel better? Yeah. It's like it's so really need to be something. But this is also about target audience. Mm. I'm not going to talk about that. But mm. you need to have a clear where are the client and where they want to go. And mm. this is also the steps that you need to create with a uh, with a client journey, when mm. you have really a step from here to here, from here to here, from here to here, and it could be for us, it's three steps. Mm. Could be four, could be five, mm. could even be two. Mm. But one of them need to be. You need to think about a a product that are recurring that they never leave. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a really important because it's easier to run a business based on what they said with paid advertising. Mm. Um, you don't need to panic if a webinar doesn't go well or a launch doesn't go well because you know someone will buy again and again and again. Mm. So you will get a good return on investment without spent or launch anyway mm. uh, when you are thinking like this. Mm. And so so the what you say is that you need really maybe three products. That's mm. the number that it works for us. We have actually a bit more products, but there's kind of three big steps. And as long as they build on each other in a logical way, and the last one is kind of collecting everyone so that they can stay there over a time, mm. that's definitely enough. And it's so much easier to to have that kind of business model than to have so many courses, like, and, and you need to sell and launch and, and organize and structure. And, and especially if you have like a lot of programs that are kind of competing with themselves on the first level. That's what we did in the first year. And it's it wasn't effective because like whenever they do, done this, it wasn't kind of logical to go to the next step. Mm. And that's why we always had to hunt for the new clients. Mm. And, and this is one of the things that I think is really important for people to understand is that 
like when you stop hunting for new clients all the time or when you have when you have a system where it's logical for people to go to the next step and where your programs or products or courses or whatever is logically building on each other then it's also making like less stress and less work hours mm. and less everything and and you get more cl happy clients and you get clients that you really can have a relationship with over time mm. and i appreciate that and i do think many many people who have online businesses does that as well and i don't think many think that the next program should be cheaper mm. and i think like so i can give an example for example someone was selling an online course for like say 600 euro, whatever price, it could be 6,000 euro, it could be 1,500, so the price doesn't matter, but let's say 600 euro. And uh, and they come back like, yeah, and uh, they have some, per maybe some group coaching or some webinars that are live, so they get some personal help or in Facebook group, and they say like, yeah, there's many who say it's expensive, mm. um, so maybe I should sell it just like uh, a home study kit for like 200 euro. And it's like, so, do we really need to sell to everyone? We don't <laughs> need that. It's all about deciding, again, what we have talked about here, to creating result. Mm. The problem with people who can't afford 500 euro or 600 euro, 1,000 euro, 2,000 euro, they maybe are not ready. Mm. They're not ready to do the thing. So even if they buy something for 200, it's if you want to do it, be clinical and just make money, do it. Mm. But for... Uh, creating a result for a client, I never think that's a good idea. Mm. So instead think next step after I finished with the first course, mm. think about the people that are bought from you, not the people that didn't buy from you. Mm. Because even if they didn't buy from 600, they will say like when you give them offer on 200, they say it's too expensive. Mm. So maybe it doesn't work. And, mm. and they also create more, more work mm. instead of thinking about the people who really bought what how can I serve them? How can I help them better? Mm. And I think then, so so my goal is like to say, you don't really need that many products because so pe many people think they need much more than they do to get to a, a very happy <laughs> level in their business. And if you want to then add more products, of course you can. But I would think like, how can those support this journey? And for me, for us that like we have these signature courses, we have the group coaching and we have the mastermind and these are kind of our three logical steps. And then we have some smaller products and things that we sell on the side and we have our book and those things are, are used to lead people into that journey. Uh, so we use, for example, we sell the book to, to qualify leads and to get the right people into our list. And then we offer them a call and then they get into one of these programs. And of course, some of them are just sitting in our list, but that's okay. But, but, but just, it's much simpler than many people make it to have this business. Hmm. And of course, if you have additional products and especially if then you can automate them. We have, for example, people in our, our mastermind that has many products, which is automated and everything is kind of used to build the list and to, to get the right people and the following into the list so that she can sell her main products and more expensive products. And that's that's that works, but it's not something you have to do. And I do think this this because yeah, I hear people say like, yeah, isn't it good to have three different lead magnets and, and like this many different offers, small offers. And yeah, of course it's nice, but you don't have to. And it's much easier to not start there and just then start to sell something that takes your client from a big frustration to a relief and then build it from there. If they ask for, if all of them ask for the same, then do that as the next thing. And if suddenly something happens in your market where all of your people suddenly are interested in a special to topic, of course, if you can do something about it, that's great. But just make that stable structure as the base. I do think that's maybe our biggest learning or my biggest learning through the last two years. It makes things so much simpler. Mm. So based on this topic, if we was going to start again from scratch, what will I have done differently? <laughs> Definitely, I would I would work much more more on our target niche, like who are we helping, um, and we can have a separate podcast about that because I do think it's an important topic. Um, and then I would start with one product and not four, and and made that product really work and make and make a funnel that was really successful for it. Because also what we did in the beginning was kind of testing different ways to to sell something, and instead of focusing on making one channel one funnel work um, which would create the results quicker we got results but that was because we worked crazy <laughs> crazy hours so it would be a much simpler way to just have one product and then 
work on optimizing that funnel and make that work and then talk to our clients and ask them what do they need next hmm. and what would you what did you recommend yourself i will start it where i will start with doing high ticket offer instead <laughs> of cheap bribe programs mm -hmm. so we started with courses around 700 to 800 or 600 euro around there um, and i remember one of my biggest frustration was like it was the 80-20 law. Mm. We sold a webinar course for like, uh, I think it was 1,000 or 1,200 euro. And it was like 20% that did something mm. and 80% never watched our videos. Mm. And uh, and we find out that people need more help and we need to structure it again. But mm. this is the same content we are delivering now. Of course, we have made the videos again and, and work with it, but the principle are the same. I know we are selling it for 5,500. Mm. And we have 60-70% that succeed or get uh, our... So so I see like... Yeah. And it's not about for the money thing. Mm -hmm. It's more about I feeling good. I will either 60-70% paying me 5,500 and 60-70% uh, and succeed and having something in it for 1,500 that 20% succeed or even less than that. Mm. So for me, it's all about creating results. So I will... I'll definitely, I think that's the biggest learning I had, starting with a high ticket offer instead of something cheap. Mm. Also for getting the right clients. Mm. I talked about that when when I have sales calls, I'm like, I want people I like to work with. Mm. Like, not, not about the money again. I like people that inspire me, that uh, also can make me grow and that's also i think that's something we have done over here mm. but start with that instead of starting with i need sales now mm. think about how can i wake up every morning and think like wow i have so many cool clients i love them i want to talk with them i look forward to speak with them mm. so if someone is listening to this and they want help to get started or to scale their business it's possible to book a free call with the awesome team at www.awesomecall.com. And that's one hour free call. Yeah, and it will be an inspiring call. And you will get some free tips from us, how you can take uh, your online business or start it or get it to the next level. And I promise you, you will get value in that call. And we can also find out if we can help you. So to sum up today, you don't need a lot of products to create a successful business. It's better to have fewer product and make sure that you organize them in a logical way where you serve your clients over time and what they need. And again, if you want us to help you to structure your thing or get started, book a free call. And if you like this uh, podcast, uh, please give us a feedback or write something to us or write something underneath or give us some likes or whatever so, uh, so more can see it. Bye. Bye.